Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, there are definitely two and maybe three days remaining in the college baseball season. A season that we began talking about back in... Oh, I don't know, November, December, certainly right after the calendar turned and we started counting down to the beginning of the season, a season that began with great fanfare, near heartbreak, but great fanfare with the college baseball showdown in Arlington, Texas. You remember we had that epic snow and ice storm that came through and they had the water shortage and that highly anticipated beginning of the season ended up getting pushed back a day but we were able to play it. And then we were off to the races through four weekends of non-conference play, ten weekends of the regular season, the SEC tournament, regional play, super regional play, a full week at the College World Series, and now we have arrived at the National Championship Series, and it is just another weekend in the Southeastern Conference. Mississippi State and Vanderbilt playing starting tonight for a national title. We welcome you to Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on a uh, national championship Monday. Alongside Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross. We welcome you to the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. Seaspire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. We are almost exactly three hours from first pitch between game uh, for game one between Vanderbilt and Mississippi State tonight in Omaha, playing for all the marbles, boys. What is up? Just getting my Sharpie ready to slap a big asterisk next to Vanderbilt if they win this thing. Ooh, hot take <laughs> right out of the gate. Man, I'll tell you what, though. It is not Vanderbilt's fault. It is absolutely not their fault that the NCAA just completely bungled the NC State situation. NC State should have played. We'll get into that later. It is not Vanderbilt's fault either that they have a scholarship advantage over everybody else. If college baseball got with the times and gave every team uh, the ability to offer full scholarships to their entire roster, then we wouldn't be having the conversations we do every year about Vanderbilt. It is not their fault that they have undue advantages. However, the country hates Vanderbilt this week. Everybody in the stands, with the exception of the wives and girlfriends and that clown, the Whistler, will be rooting for Mississippi State. And everybody at home outside of the Nashville area, and even then, there's a lot of Tennessee fans that will be rooting against Vanderbilt, are actively anti-Vanderbilt. 
I have never seen a situation where more of the country is on Mississippi State's side in anything than they are in this series starting tonight. There are really only two fan bases that are majority against Mississippi State tonight. Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. That's it. I did see... I did see a little sampling of Texas people that were like, you know what, we, we can't. They they beat us three times this year or four, whatever the number was. Uh, I guess it was three and one. Yeah, not pulling for them to win at all. Although with Texas, you could argue, hey, you might as well have the team that knocked you out prove that they're yeah, the you best. Would, you would think they'd go that way. You'd think there'd be some respect there. It's not like it was a fluke. It's three times out of four. Yeah. So, but but whatever. Mississippi yeah. State is definitely the uh, the national darling for the most part. <laughs> they're uh, America's the team tonight. Yeah. They ab- they absolutely are. <laughs> and look, I uh, we're going to hear from Kyle Peterson coming up a little bit later uh, this afternoon. Because of his schedule, I had to uh, record that interview with him just a little while ago. And he said, man, he said, this is insane. He said, I've never seen it like this where a fan base comes in and drives the ticket market up, the request for tickets, just the people everywhere you look. Hey, Dad, I'll be interested. I, I I don't know how to adequately compare, and it'll be different because I was there in 2013, and I'm going to be watching on television tonight. But I did think in 2013, watching that series between Mississippi State and UCLA, I don't know how you could bring any more fans of a single school to this event to try and claim a national championship because, let's be honest, there were like 200 UCLA fans there, and that's it. And then you had some locals from Omaha, and then everybody else in the stadium was pulling for Mississippi State. And yet, here we are. I think they're probably, and again, this is subjective, when it's all said and done, will be more Mississippi State fans there this time because I think people like can see it and grab it and taste it and believe that this is it. Mississippi State trying to win its first national championship in any sport in school history, first team championship, and folks just want to be there, whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person left in town. I don't think anybody else is here. So, you know, I'll turn off the lights and everything uh, for everybody. Don't worry. Uh, it's interesting you say that, though, because I was a lot more confident State was going to beat UCLA than I am that Mississippi State's going to beat Vanderbilt in the next three days. A lot really? more confidence. So, so that's that's an interesting take from you. It, well, yeah. and a lot of I imagine a lot of that comes from the fact that Vanderbilt has yet another undue advantage. And again, it's not their fault, right? They didn't give NC State COVID, and they didn't tell the NCAA to handle it terribly. But they didn't have to throw lighter on Saturday. He's rested, and he gets to throw tonight. And while Mississippi State kind of jumped on him last time they saw him, that's still a top ten pick on the mound for Vanderbilt, who was rested and ready to go tonight, where in a normal situation, he would not have been there. Yeah, I mean, if Mississippi State got the same advantage as Vanderbilt, Will Bedner would be throwing tonight. And it's kind of an interesting situation that you know State is still able to throw one of its weekend starters. Christian McLeod is going tonight, a guy who's pitched in and won some big games for Mississippi State this year. But, but you're right about Bednar in that if he pitches at all, it probably won't be until Wednesday. Yeah, uh, and even then, I don't know that he could, you know, give you a full six, seven innings. And that's disappointing because he pitched well against Vanderbilt. Uh, I was uh, I was sitting at the bar at uh, Tallahatchie Gourmet eating lunch today, and in the television directly in front of me, 
It was the Saturday night game from Nashville earlier this year. I, I don't know if that was SEC Network or ESPN or BSPN, whoever was carrying it. But he pitched really well in that game. Got into the sixth inning, and uh, Mississippi State won that game. Gave Jack Leiter his first loss of the season. At that point, Will Bednar has been really good in two starts in uh, in Omaha. He was good in the Super Regional. He was good in the Regional. He's pitching at a different level of confidence than we saw for the first two months of the season. And partly, hey, now we talked a lot about this. I mean, they had to ease him into the year. Missed the first couple of weeks with an injury. Uh, kind of had to work his way back in from a pitch count standpoint and ramp up. But by the time he got to the end of the season, he was pitching at a really, really high level and has carried that through the postseason and with a ton of confidence. So, yeah, I do think it's interesting to see whether or not we will see him on Saturday or on Wednesday. I do think there's something that you've said for the last week that, that is not going to play out. I do not think we're going to see Kumar Rocker tomorrow night. We'll see. I think there's a chance, maybe even a likely chance, that we see him on Wednesday. Well, I think that the 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 getting the extra day and being able to start lighter on Monday changes that. Because if they had if they had, had to go uh, with Christian Lee tonight, Rocker, and, and because that you would have expected them to lose that game, and just just being honest, at 0-1 they would have started Rocker. There's just no question in my mind. Now they have a great chance to be one and zero. They can take the extra day for Rocker and give him another day of rest. Sounds like you have some insight into that decision or potential decision, though. For well, I mean, no, no, oh. Richard. It's not, you worded right. that like you kind of had an idea of what they're thinking or what they're going to do. I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, I, I've talked to people that are there today, and you know, or just kind of got a finger on the pulse. I mean, because to me, that's the the really fascinating thing. I mean, you you know that Rocker just threw. You know that Will Bednar just threw. The, that's the matchup that we want. I mean, and look, Jack Leiter may be the better pitcher, but the matchup that we want to see is Kumar Rocker. Against Will Bednar. Yep. In in the same way that we wanted to see that matchup in the SEC tournament, and we got it, and then it didn't really live up to the billing. That was who? That was um, that was Rocker against Wicklander for Arkansas, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. And it just was kind of yeah, very so so. But the stage feels so much different. All right, C Spire text line. A lot of messages coming in from you, 601-879-4395. I hope State pulls it out. And there is no game on Wednesday. Fair. Uh, Zach and Oxford, I sure pray Mississippi State can pull this off. They need to be the ones with an asterisk by their names. Overall, the NCAA and Vanderbilt, there are a lot of Ole Miss fans that feel this way. Getting cheated even helps some of the harder Ole Miss fans to come around. No one likes being cheated you're right on point, Michael, as always, buddy. This would be wonderful for Let's our go. state. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I looked at the analytics this morning. There are hundreds of people that have been listening to us over the last week in Omaha. We have a huge That's spike really in cool. listeners in Nebraska right now. Well, for those of you listening from middle America, thanks for being with us. We're going to do our best to uh, serve as kind of a de facto three-hour pregame show for you. Got some other stuff to mix in as well. Going to be a fun Monday afternoon. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. 
Tom, the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations. Serving your glass needs there in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Do have some road work this afternoon causing some delays both directions in Madison County. Highway 22 between Caroline and Shores D Drive. We've got flagmen and equipment uh, present this afternoon, so do be careful elsewhere. Things looking fairly decent so far. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100 percent credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Richland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 19.99 down, 31% for 84 months. It deals for tails with approved credit. This Independence Day, the entire staff at A Complete Flag Source would like you to join them in paying tribute to the many Mississippi soldiers serving to protect our freedoms here and abroad. Happy Fourth of July holiday from A Complete Flag Source. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 till 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Talk Mississippi continues. Big afternoon coming up right here on Sports Talk Mississippi. In 15, 17 minutes, we're going to visit with Aria Gerson, who covers the Vanderbilt Commodores. Chad Ramey will join us to begin the 4 o'clock hour. If you don't know that name, get to know it. He is on a heater. Chad Ramey is a former golfer at Mississippi State. 
turned pro in 2014, which means he has been grinding and chasing his dream solely for the last seven years to get to the PGA Tour. Well, last week, based on the standings on the Corn Ferry Tour, he earned his PGA Tour card for next year. And with that pressure removed this past week, and I'm actually really glad it worked out the way it did. We tried to get Chad Raby on the show last week, and he was busy. It was too late in the, sh- in the week, and he was playing in a tournament. Well, doggone it, he won this past weekend. <laughs> and so it's almost like with the weight of the world of reaching his goal of being on the PGA Tour, he was able to just let it fly and swing easy, and he won on the Corn Ferry Tour this past week. And look, this is... This is not the story that gets told on the Golf Channel all the time. This is the one where Rich Lerner narrates it, and it lasts five minutes, and it's like a specialty piece on part of their major coverage. It's not what get headlines. It's not um, Jordan Spieth leaves school after his freshman year and drives 7,000 miles in his Tahoe and immediately qualifies because of winning on sponsors' exemptions. It's not Victor Hovland... Uh, jumps on tour and wins in his first three starts. It's not Colin Morikawa, one year out of college, wins the PGA Championship. This is the more normal path for guys that play professional golf. They play mini tours. They play in Canada. They grind to get onto the Corn Ferry Tour, and they keep grinding, and they win their way onto the PGA Tour. And it's more difficult than it's ever been because you don't have PGA Tour Q School anymore where you can get hot for 10 days and just end up there. So, huge congratulations to Chad Ramey, and we look forward to talking with him coming up to begin the 4 o'clock hour. And then uh, my conversation with Kyle Peterson will come your way at 5 o'clock. It'll last a couple of segments. A lot of really, really good stuff leading into Mississippi State and Vanderbilt tonight coming up with KP. So, with that said, let's talk baseball. Uh, we could recap the Travelers if you'd like. Hey, Dad, <laughs> just for you, buddy. Just, I mean, I got a legitimate laugh last night out of your tweet. So, uh, what, WCBI, the CBS affiliate in Columbus, oh. was getting to do ready to do a, yeah. uh, a college World Series preview. Oma Dogs, I think is what it was called. And uh, the anchor there tweeted that uh, because of a delay in the coverage, I think it was eight playoff holes at the Travelers Championship, said they were waiting on golf to finish before they could get to the story. And what would you respond, hey, Dad? said, I know exactly how you feel, and I CC'd you on that tweet. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. So um, let's go back. How did we get here? Mississippi State, when we leave the air on Friday, is an hour from first pitch against Texas. And the game is rocking along, and the Bulldogs are trailing 5-2. to two, And then they tie it up at 5. And then Texas hits a three-run home run to make it 8-5. to five. And then the rain comes. Or at least it intensifies to a point where the umpire said, we cannot continue to play baseball in this. And how long was the rain delay? Was it almost three hours? Is that right? Or almost two hours. Two hours and some change, yeah. yeah. They, re- they resumed at 1.05. I remember that. 
It was enough for me to fall asleep on my futon, that's for sure. There you go. I tried yeah. to make it. Like, I, tur- I played some Call of Duty, like, just trying to stay up, and uh, it just wasn't enough. I've told you, throughout this baseball postseason, I've fallen asleep to a lot of baseball, but when I wake up inevitably with the television on at some point, I pick up my phone to see what happened. I I didn't do that on Saturday. I fell asleep and didn't wake up. Uh, I was watching it on my phone at that point as opposed to on television, and so I set my phone down. There was nothing to wake me up in terms of light in the room, and so it wasn't until 7.30 Saturday morning when I pour a cup of coffee and pull out my phone, I'm like, what happened? Oh, wow, that's how long the rain delay lasts. Oh, wow, that's not all that happened early, early, early Saturday morning. What is this picture of NC State players back in the venue? Wait, NC State is no longer part of the College World Series. Mississippi State and Texas are going to play again tonight. This was Saturday morning, talking about Saturday night. It was uh, it was something. I mean, you want to talk about a lot of news early, early on a Saturday morning. You had it. It was something. Yeah, they made that announcement basically as the game was. You know, state was throwing the first pitch of our, I guess, the next pitch of the uh, the ninth inning there, and that that came out. And I, I can't say that I was overly surprised by it. Like I said on Friday show, I'm, I was kind of surprised they didn't just cancel the whole shooting match. Uh, in the name of, and I'm using the quote fingers. If you're not listening or not watching at Super Talk TV, safety. Uh, but that said, um, yeah, state state on Friday night. What an interesting game. You know, they couldn't get anything going, and then as they always do, they found some runs late, uh, and then you know decide I, I, a decision that I, I didn't agree with. To be totally honest, uh, to, to to not bring I would have brought in Landon Sims there in the top of the ninth, even in a tie ball game. You've got two, three, four coming up in the bottom of the ninth. You, you got to trust those guys to get you a run. Just go ahead and shut it down. But they didn't. They went to Stinnett, uh, and he gives up that three-run bomb, and they lose uh, the Friday night game to set up the, the winner-take-all for Saturday. And a little bit different scenario because of the stakes on Saturday, but the exact same situation that you're talking about, tie ball game. Oh, I, I actually, I guess Mississippi State had the lead on, on Friday. Right? Mm-hmm. That, no. Or was it, or, or that was after they had tied it up at five. Yeah. Okay, so they had tied it at five, and you're saying you should you would have liked to see them go to to Sims at that point in a tie game. Yeah. Which is what they did on Saturday night. Hmm. Yeah, and then, and then and, and it's, it's a little different situation guy. though, like a little different situation, like you said though, you know, earlier in the game. But it's the winner take all. It's it's you know you have to win to advance. You couldn't you couldn't afford to not go to Sims at that point. Bednar giving you all you could. You got to go to the sure thing. Sims had been off what since since Tuesday at that point, so you knew he was rested, and uh, he went in and did exactly what you expect from him. He he shut Texas down and put you put you into the ninth inning with a chance to to walk the game off. Um, pitching for Mississippi State on Friday night wasn't bad. Houston Harding gives you four and two thirds. Preston Johnson gives you an inning and two thirds. Didn't go well for Cam Tuller. Then Chase Patrick, then Brandon Smith, who ultimately took the loss, although he wasn't awful. A couple of walks, you'd like to avoid that. Avoid that. Yeah, Parker they had Stinnett. nine walks on Friday. I mean, it's tough to win in that situation. It was 11. Was it 11? Okay. 11. Two by Harding. Nine before the, uh, the, 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 the delay. Yeah. It was two from Cade Smith there in the... Uh, there you go. Yeah. In the... Bottom the top of the ninth, right? 
top of the top ninth. of the yeah. ninth. He he relieves the net after the uh, the delay. Right. Um, that issue that has been there for Parker Stinnett throughout the course of the season. Stuff so good, so many strikeouts, and yet control issues. And he walks a couple of guys, and then uh, and then gives up the home run, and uh, stuff. And out of the bullpen, Texas did what they'd done, right? They they turned to Aaron Nixon to uh, to shut the door at the end, and he's able to uh, to do that. He picks up the win. Ty Madden was good once again for Texas. Six innings, only a couple of runs allowed. So that was on Friday night, and that set up the winner take all game on Saturday. And this is the point where it gets a little weird because Mississippi State. Who had not been in the winner, the losers bracket, has to go and play an extra game because they don't win on Friday night. Meanwhile, Vanderbilt, who has been in the losers bracket, doesn't have to play the extra game against NC State, and as a result, is able to hold Jack Leiter for tonight's game. So Texas jumps out to a two to nothing lead. It's two to one after three. Then it's three to one. Then it's three to two. Then it's three to three after six. And then in the bottom of the ninth inning. Tanner Leggett, you know, the guy that everybody expected to be the hero, comes up and gets a single out into left field. Braylon Skinner was pinch running, had already stolen second base, scores with ease, tosses his helmet into the air right after he slides across home plate, and uh, quite the celebration. And a long time for Tanner Leggett with no shirt on on the field after the game. I think if I told you prior to the game that Tanner was going to have the game-winning hit, you would have believed I mean, oh, me. Oh, yeah, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, I'm totally surprised. And I'd be like, oh, no, not Tanner Allen. You'd be like, oh, okay, Logan Tanner had a big hit. Nope, not him either. Tanner Leggett. I mean, just another example of Lamonis sort of pushing the right buttons again there. To you know, to, to he, you know, I'll be honest, when he pinch hit for Forsyth with Hatcher, I think he came up with the, with the bases loaded. I was convinced that was about to be some sort of special moment. I was like, this has got to be it, right? This is how you write the story. The kid who got benched, who's been here for all this time, big hit. No, he strikes out. But they bring in Leggett, and he gets the big base hit. The decision to pinch run for, for, for Clark, which isn't a difficult decision, but you do have to make it. The decision to seal the base. Everything worked out for Chris Lamonis and his team once again, and his team executed when they needed him to. And that's and I tweeted this on Saturday night. This is what makes sports great, right, is, is these moments like these. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 20% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. 
With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Here's Uncle Cy. What's your favorite kind of bug? Oh, I don't have a favorite bug. Me and bugs don't get along. The scariest one to me is the big spiders. They had spiders in Vietnam so big that when they made their web, it would stick you. Okay, and hold you there, and here comes a giant spider. What do you think about that? Scary, ain't it? If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, the Havard Pest Control, the difference is at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Attorney General Lynn Fitch and the Department of Public Safety have partnered to launch the Be the Solution campaign to fight the rise of human trafficking in Mississippi. It's in our communities. So the key is outreach. We have to educate people. We have to get people to be willing to step in, to be a part, to say, I want to be part of the solution. In 2019, more than 240 victims of human trafficking were rescued across the state. And as vaccination progress slows in Mississippi, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs recently offered the following choice to those who are on the fence about taking the shot. You get the vaccine or get COVID. The vaccine affects and effective and COVID's killed over 600,000 Americans. The choice is easy. Protect yourselves, protect your family, protect your community. The state's vaccination rate remains the lowest in the country. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. Go to attorneygeneralllandfitch.com to learn more. Together, we can be the solution. Welcome to summertime in Mississippi. It's hot out here. It is so hot out there. 
As we always say, welcome to the state with the purest form of humidity. The hottest talk all summer long. Heat's on, baby. Heat's on. Super Talk Mississippi. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. Two and a half hours until first pitch, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Game one of the championship series tonight in Omaha. Game two tomorrow night. Game three, if necessary, on Wednesday night. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky with you. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Aria Gerson covers Vanderbilt for the Tennessean, and she joins us right now. So, Aria, as we look at this matchup, it's kind of crazy how we've gotten here, and yet here we are with two SEC teams playing for a national championship. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily the SEC teams that you might have picked, but... You know, the SEC was definitely the best conference in the country all season long. And so looking at that, you know, it's not all that surprising that it it ended up being two SEC teams. So what a strange, what, 72, 96 hours it's been in and around Omaha with the story uh, that Vanderbilt is very much in the middle of, although Vanderbilt really didn't do anything wrong Everybody's talking about the Commodores and their path to the championship series because of uh, NC State. As you've dug through this story and I'm sure tried to make sure all the facts were right, what, what have you discovered? Yeah, well, basically, you know, the NCAA is not always the most forthcoming about things, but you think uh, Tim, Tim Corbin has said Tim Corbin has said that they were basically informed like 45 minutes before the game on Friday before it was supposed to start, that NC State was having some kind of issues that was going to delay the game. Kumar Rocker was told to stop warming up. She's in the middle of his warm-up. He had to stop. They had to all go back into the locker room, and then they delayed the game for an hour, and they brought them back out, and NC State only had 13 players available, and Corbin said he didn't even know which pitcher NC State was going to start until five minutes before the game, and they had to just adjust on the fly of, like, what they were going to do. And then they didn't know until until we knew, basically, that NC State, the second game, had been declared a no contest. And Corbin found out in the middle of the night. The rest of the team, a lot of them found out in the morning when they woke up because, you know, they were supposed to play a game at 1 p.m. the next day. They had gone to bed. And so, you know, it was kind of an unfortunate situation for everybody just because Vanderbilt, like, was kind of kept in the dark a little bit. They didn't necessarily know what was even going on. And then they just kind of advanced to the series by default, and that wasn't really how anybody wanted to advance. That's not how Vanderbilt wanted to advance either. Like, they, you know, they all said that they felt bad about the situation, that it was, like, just not a good situation all around. Um, but, you know, now that they did, did advance, they're just focusing on what's ahead of them, which is playing Mississippi State. All right, Ari, I, I think there's a lot to unpack there. Two, two areas in particular that I want to go. Um, let, let's try, And you know how this works, right? I mean, it, when, when something is posted in the, the social media cesspool that's out there, whether we're talking about Facebook or Twitter or, or some other avenue, 
it seems to take on a life of its own. And there's this idea floating around out there that, that kind of originated with some NC State folks that Tim Corbin was behind the advanced testing and the 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 players that had been vaccinated being tested. I, I'm sure you've seen this. Has Tim Corbin been asked about that? Is that something that, that even dignifies a response, frankly? Yeah, I don't think it's requires a response but it has been stated multiple places that it's not true um all the testing was done either by the ncaa or by nc state and it's also worth noting that vanderbilt themselves did end up getting tested on um on saturday and they were all cleared that was mentioned on the espn broadcast of the of the texas mississippi state game that night so they did have to you know get cleared after playing against the team that had a COVID outbreak, and it, it turned up all good. All right, so I think that takes care of that side. And then the other thing that you said was this wasn't the way that Vanderbilt wanted to get to the championship series. And like when you're talking about competitors, that makes all the sense in the world, although people might roll their eyes about, well, they got a free pass. As you've talked to Vanderbilt players or heard from Vanderbilt, take me a little deeper into the whole you'd rather win it on the field and earn your way there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, this is a really, a, a team that's been here a lot, that's been to Omaha a lot, and they have kept finding, finding ways to win in Omaha. And, you know, Tim Corbin was saying, like, this isn't the way that, that we wanted it to happen. Like, they don't want to be a team that's, like, you know, that advanced by default. That just kind of sucks because then, you know, there's inevitably going to be people that said, they didn't earn their way there. And, you know, they had won up until that point all the games that they needed to win to advance. Um, and then it's, but it was just, you know, and, and them finding out so quickly too. Like they, they had basically no information on this for, you know, until the general public did basically. And so they was constantly having to switch. Okay. Like we're playing. I'm sure they had an assumption of who NC State was going to start on Friday. They prepared for that pitcher. They had to face a different pitcher, like a totally random lineup. And then the next day they were like, whoever that was going to start for them was probably preparing to start. They were preparing to play another game against, you know, NC State. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're not playing. Like, actually, like, the, the need to play on Monday. And just constantly changing. And they had to maintain focus throughout all that. So I think that's kind of difficult for a team as well to just have everything constantly shifting and to be like, okay, like, this is what we have to do now. Okay, no, wait, this is what we have to do. And to just keep having to switch gears like that. Aria, we know tonight's going to be Jack Leiter versus Christian McLeod. For Mississippi State, we really don't know what the next couple of days would look like from a pitching perspective. What about Vanderbilt? What do you know about what they're planning to do pitching-wise after right. tonight? Right. So Tim Corbin, you know, he tends to keep his hands close to his chest on pitching matters. But for game two, presumably the starter will be either Christian Little, who started the game against Stanford that Vanderbilt played. He also started in the SEC tournament against Ole Miss. Um, or it could be Patrick Riley, who's also been a third starter. He uh, started against Mississippi State. He didn't do very well in that start. But um, either of those two could start tomorrow, or maybe even both of them could appear in the game, depending on how many innings they go. And then game three, you've got to think that they will try to bring back Kumar Rocker on short rest. Tim Corbin kind of hinted at it a little that he would, even though he didn't like explicitly say that he would. 
Um, I, I think it's got to be that because if it goes to a game three, you know, you want to use your best pitcher to, to try to win that game. So that would be my, um, again, like nothing official, but that's my assumption. Arya Gerson visiting with us. She covers Vanderbilt for the uh, Tennessean on the Farm Bureau phone line. A couple of minutes left, Arya. I, I, I'm curious about self-awareness with regard to Vanderbilt. We were talking earlier about the fact that this feels like the entire world, or at least the entire college baseball world, is kind of behind Mississippi State, and that Vanderbilt has somewhere along the way become the villain in, in college baseball. Do you see that? Do you think the Vanderbilt players see that, and where do you think it comes from, if if the answer is yes? Yeah, I think that they are aware that they're kind of a villain, especially with what happened with NC State. You know, I've seen fans talking about it. I've seen even, like, just the the entire Twitter community kind of being like, yeah, we know that it's, it's us against the world, kind of. And I think that that's kind of also just a – you know, a victim of their own success a little bit, not just because of what happened with NC State, but also just when you're winning, when you're in the College World Series practically every year and you are, you know, they're the reigning national champions still technically and, like, they uh, are starting to have a little run, you know, similar to, you know, a team like your Alabama football or Clemson football or, like, to Duke in basketball or something like that, like, just the team that has gotten, like, so good that everybody just kind of dislikes them. And, yeah, I think they know that. But I think that, you know, in in the end, it's like, would you rather, uh, like, be hated and win a national championship or, like, be liked? I think they would want to be on the team that is contending for championships every year. I don't think that really matters to them, you know, what other people think of them. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably a pretty good point. Ari, I really appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the ball game tonight and tomorrow, and then maybe on Wednesday as well. I know this has been a, uh, a busy but probably a fun story to cover as well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's Aria Gerson, who covers Vanderbilt for the Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Tennessee, excuse me, Vanderbilt and Mississippi State coming up tonight in Omaha, day one of the College World Series. We got a bunch of messages coming in that don't make any sense to me. We'll unpack some of these on the other side of of this timeout that's just around the corner. There's a lot of sentiment, though, that, that Vanderbilt did something wrong here. Like, If Vandy had wanted to be fair, they should have forfeited their game against NC State. Or, yeah, Vanderbilt can feel bad, but they should have made them delay the game. Let's think just for a second about what we're saying when we say things like that. Because it just doesn't make any sense. And if it was your team, I can't imagine that you would feel the same way. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. we got more coming up. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, and you. We'll be right back. From 
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving the glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. Road work taking place until 4.30 this afternoon, causing delays eastbound on Highway 22 in Madison County between Caroline Boulevard and Shore Drive. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt. Right now, we're offering great specials on memberships to our state-of-the-art indoor shooting range. Join now and get your first month free. While you're here, check out our full-service gunsmithing department. We offer everything from professional gun cleaning, Cerakoting, camo application, accurizing, to custom rifle bills. We hope to see you soon. You might even get to meet my wife, Jane. That'll be a real trip. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthews Tree Service, the metro area's oldest residential tree service. They're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthews for free estimates in the greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthews Tree Service. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8500. 26. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on the catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Try and zip through some of these messages on the C Spire text line. You can be part of the show. Yeah, no doubt. 601-879-4395. Chase in Columbus says, Wish I had a recording for the montage right before the pitcher to leg it. Right before the pitch to leg it. I told my wife, quote, This is exactly where legends are made, close quote, and then not ten seconds later. Yeah, sorry, Chase, we don't believe you. You just made that up. Just trying to make yourself sound good on the radio. Not true. Man, everybody knew that was coming. I swear, I had a friend text me, we all know what's going to happen here, right? And I said, yep. I mean, Little boy knew it was coming. We all knew it was coming. Do uh, y'all think the rain was the reason Stinnett had control problems with how hard it was coming down? It didn't help, but I mean, he's had control problems all year. He's been wild. Yeah. It didn't help, but no. Uh, thank goodness that Kellum Clark was hit in the foot that puts Skinner on first, he stole second, and then Tanner Leggett drives in the winning run. Yeah, that's, I mean, that moment right there, scoring the run in that inning, possibly saved an opportunity to pitch Sims tonight. Because how long were you going to keep him in the game? If yeah. you go into 10, I, I, he 11, might have had 12, one more inning. Might have had one more inning. So scoring then was big for tonight as well. Yeah, and one, I mean, think about it. pitch, too. Yes. And Kellen Clark did a good job of just holding his ground. And it, and it's not one of those where like, well, did he turn into it? or No, he just kept his feet planted where they were. And that ball kept bending in and bending in and bending in, and good grief, then you get a base runner and off to the races. Uh, all right, conspiracy theory, here you go. I was in Omaha when this happened. We had been hanging out with the family of an NC State player. This was directly from the meeting. Corbin pushed for all the players to be tested, even the vaccinated players. The NCAA said the health department in Omaha was contacted for advice. This is completely false. The health department said no one in their office had anything to do with this decision. NC State had a pitcher go three for four hitting against Rocker. Highfield, I think his name was, Sam Highfield. Yeah. Vandy knew they could not win, and they pulled this underheaded crap. NC State fans are buying MSU gear in support of the Bulldogs. Texas fans that I talk to also want MSU to wear Vandy out. The NCAA and Vanderbilt are the two most hated organizations in the USA right now. Vandy also sent a player home for unknown reasons, but they won't tell anybody why. And Bulldog fans are buying NC State gear to stand in solidarity with Wolfpack baseball. The one thing in there, though, that is really troublesome is the fact that the NCAA did try to pawn off that decision on local health regulations, and yes, the local agreed. health people were like, we didn't advise to nope, send them Nope, nope, that's on you, buddy. Not us. Imagine that. And then the, the just absolute horrendous look. The awful, awful, awful look to send a team home, even though they had over 20 players test negative, they could have played, but they sent them home anyway. And just a few hours later, 
They brag openly about putting 22,000 people inside of a stadium. No testing, no proof of vaccine, no mask, no social distancing, nothing. They're pumped and thrilled that it, was, it wasn't too dangerous to put 22,000 people in that stadium. And undoubtedly, uh, there were at least people in attendance that unknowingly had coronavirus. But that, that's fine. But NC State, after getting fully tested multiple times in a row, couldn't play. That look right there, the hypocrisy of that, is just utterly mind-blowing if it were anybody else besides the NCAA. And I don't mean to go conspiracy, but I part of me thinks that they sent NC State home because they were afraid of possibly losing the championship series and lots and lots of money. Far be it for me to be a shill for the NCAA. I mean, <laughs> let's be real here. But they've used that exact same graphic after every single game that has right. been played in the College World Series. But you have they to have, be aware. There has to be a moment where you go, hey, we probably shouldn't do this today. Yeah. Or just do the right thing. I mean, we played we played football games where teams had 30-plus guys out because of COVID. But they played. Yeah. We had basketball where players well, It's had not COVID like and... there was... I mean, all the Vandy guys tested negative when they were tested. It's not like there was airborne transmission happening while the guys I mean, were playing. And that's the thing. The NFL did not trace a single case to a game. Not one. Because... As we've learned, it's really, 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 really rare to spread this thing outside. They could have played. They should have played. Vanderbilt would have been in no risk whatsoever to play against NC State and the 20-plus guys that turned up two days' worth of negative results in a row. But here we are. Um, a lot of scholarship tweets coming in. At some point, I want us to get into this this afternoon or tomorrow. I mean, we got, you know, two or three days of baseball season left. I think everybody in college baseball is aware of it. But Mississippi State fans seem to be like the torchbearers for the scholarship inequity that exists between Vanderbilt and most everybody else. I'm just curious why. Is it because they played so much and the games have been so high stakes in recent years, or is there something else? It's Ron Polk. Ah, there you go. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Chad Ramey next. I'm Steve Rappaport. Another body pulled from the rubble of a condo that collapsed in South Florida last week. It's been five days since the Champlain Condominium South Tower in Surfside near Miami Beach partially collapsed during early morning hours. That brings the count to 10. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava adds more than 150 remain missing, and their families are starting to wonder if they'll see their loved ones again. Fox is Evan Brown in Broward County. Georgia's top election official predicts victory in a Justice Department lawsuit over the state's new election law. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger telling Fox News. We have the, the law on our side, and we have truth on our side. All right. And all they have on their side 
is a lot of rhetoric. Critics of the law say it disenfranchises black voters. Supporters say the law makes it easier to vote. America is listening to Fox News. Halito, this summer, July 14th through the 17th, the Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians invite you to the 71st edition of the Choctaw Indian Fair. Come and experience Choctaw foods, traditional music, dances, and visit the Arts and Crafts Pavilion for exquisite art, Native American jewelry, Choctaw basketry, and so much more. Don't miss popular midway rides, nightly concerts under the stars, and the granddaddy of all field sports, Choctaw Stickball. The Choctaw Indian Fair is back. For more information, visit us online at ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hatcha peace, Lechke. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After an audit revealed $117 million in improper unemployment payments during the pandemic, State Auditor Shad White offered the following advice on how to cut off one source of fraud in the future. When we're handing out unemployment compensation payments, we need to be checking live against a database of people who are in prison because somebody who's incarcerated doesn't need to be getting unemployment. That technology exists. We need to turn it on. White says we must wait for these systems to work and be willing to deal with small delays. And with the cost of goods rising across the country, Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson says there are numerous factors at play, including simple supply and demand. When you've got people who are not working, people who are staying home, and people cannot get workers to, for example, unload freight, that's a big logistical challenge right now. You can't get people to work in the shops. You can't get people to process meat. Well, that is hurting our supply. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits, to preventive services, to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as July 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost, on-the-job training, and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. After a school year unlike any other, State Superintendent Dr. Carrie Wright told Supertalk that we can expect things to get back to normal after the summer. I think you're going to find 99% of everybody is going to be in school. Dr. Wright did explain that some students, due to medical reasons, may have to remain virtual. And it won't affect Mississippi, but Tropical Storm Danny developed off the coast of South Carolina this afternoon. Maximum sustained winds are at about 40 miles per hour with higher gusts. The west northwest moving system is expected to be short-lived, moving into South Carolina around 8 o'clock tonight. And Holly Brand of Meridian was crowned Saturday night in Vicksburg as Miss Mississippi 2021. Brand hopes to use her platform to increase 
increase the number of volunteers in Mississippi. She asked Mississippians to make a difference by, quote, seeing a need and taking the lead. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. AARP is working to protect Americans 50 plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash MS vaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash MS vaccine paid for by AARP. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Take the friggin' wax out of your ear. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say, sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. hour with you sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm thanks for being with us we're going to go right to the farm bureau phone line check out favorites.com and go with the home team at mississippi farm bureau but we're going to press pause on the baseball conversation i think this is one you're going to enjoy chad ramey joins us right now native of fulton mississippi played his high school golf at itawamba agricultural high school iahs played at mississippi state uh, his his teachers, his coaches are right here in the, the state of Mississippi. He is a winner on the Corn Ferry Tour and has secured his PGA Tour card for next season. Chad, man, first of all, congratulations. What a two-week span it's been. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty crazy two weeks. You know, it's uh, all I could ever ask for. You know, I got a really good support group behind me. And uh, it's still pretty surreal. Don't don't know if it's quite sunk in yet, but it's been a great two weeks. So I, I was kind of teasing this interview earlier, and I said we, we get the stories where Jordan Spieth plays a year at Texas, and then he gets a sponsor's exemption, and he wins shortly thereafter, and he, he's straight to tour. And Victor Hovland explodes onto the tour, and Colin Morikawa wins a, a PGA championship. Those are the names that we hear about all the time. But the reality is I think your path is far more common for guys that make it to the PGA Tour. Take me through the last seven years or so since turning pro and the grind it's been to get to this point. Oh, it's been a grind. So I uh, I turned professional, you know, straight out of college. I think it was, like you said, right at seven years ago. I, you know, hit the mini tours running, you know, kind of just, you know, load up everything, pack it in your car, and you just drive place to place, just uh, trying to, you know, make a living, really, and, uh, you know, get a start here or there on the Corn Ferry Tour, the PGA Tour, when you can. Save up some money, go to Q School. Um, Q School, I mean, that's probably the hardest two or three months 
as a golfer that you'll ever face because it's not like you just have to play one good week or something. You you honestly have to play good over about a three-month period. Um, and then so I, I finally made it through one year, uh, made it to final stage, got some status, and then didn't get much out of it. Um, ended up going and spending a summer in Canada, played the McKenzie Tour, uh, played yeah. pretty well up there. It uh, advanced me back to final stage of Q school, and then I got my card, and I've kind of retained it ever since. But, I mean, it's like you said, it's it's been a grind, and I've, I've worked my butt off to get to where I am, and it's just nice to see that the hard work's finally starting to pay off. All right, so the last couple of years in particular, that you, when you say you got your card, it was your card that gave you status and allowed you to stay on the Corn Ferry Tour. But last year, because of the COVID year, they didn't do the you advance from Corn Ferry to the PGA if you, if you finish. I may not have that exactly right, but I know it's been a strange year in terms of your ability to move from the Corn Ferry to the PGA Tour. Kind of walk me through that. Um. So, yeah, you're exactly right. So a typical... Normally, last year, I would have got my PGA Tour card already and been playing on the tour this year. But because of COVID, they combined the two seasons. So I've had to stay on the Corn Ferry Tour an extra year, which I don't, you know, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. It gives me, you know, a little more time to get ready for the tour. Um, But I, I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. It's been great. It's been a long two years, but but I wouldn't have it any other way now. All right, so last week you secure your status and you get your PGA Tour card, but that starts when the not the calendar turns, but the season turns, right? So it's not automatic where you can play on the PGA Tour this week unless you have a sponsor's exemption. Is that right? Right, that's correct. So it'll be when the playoffs finish, I think it's sometime in September. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so whenever... I think we'll have like a week off maybe, and then the wraparound season will start in the fall, and I should get some starts then. not 100% sure, because I, I don't even think they've released the schedule yet. Yeah. I think some of the individual tournaments have released it, but in terms of the PGA Tour, it, it hasn't all right. come out. So is it just coincidence that you get your tour card and the weight of the world is lifted off your shoulder and then you win the next week on the Corn Ferry Tour. Did, did it feel different when you stepped onto the tee box Thursday morning? Um, to, to be honest, it really didn't because I, I've been chasing that win all year. I mean, I guess, you know, there was definitely a little bit of weight lifted off my shoulders, but, I mean, I, I've been chasing that first professional win for a while now. I wanted it, uh, so I wanted it pretty bad. Congratulations on the win. I know you get that first professional when you get the trophy. Where's that trophy going to go? I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be somewhere where I can see it, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and you certainly earned that. All right, talk to me about your coaches coming back to Mississippi. Uh, I know you've worked some with VJ. I know you've worked some with Tim, uh, the guys at, at Old Waverly. Just kind of walk me through the guys that have helped you continue to get better as a player to the point where you've now got a PGA Tour card? Um, I mean, awesome old Waverly and uh, Mr. Brian, you know, they've been nothing but great to me ever since I've been in college, letting me come down there, hang out and play. And then, heck, I've been with 
BJ Trollio since I was about eight years old, so it's right at about 20 years I've been working with him. It's pretty crazy it's been that long. And then I've worked with Tim Yelverton ever since I, ever since he got to Waverly, which was maybe, I couldn't put a number to it, maybe four or five years, six years after uh, VJ got there, or I started working with VJ. But I don't know, they're, they're awesome. I, I love, love them as people, love them as instructors, and uh, they're, they're, they're awesome people. Chad, let's talk about junior golf just for a second, because I think there are a lot of people that don't understand what that world is like. I was was talking late last week with uh, with Cohen Trollio and with uh, with Wells Williams, who are guys that are stars at the junior golf level. They've committed to college. They've got all of that in front of them. But they were talking to me a little bit about the schedule that they've got and all of these events that they're playing. It's not a deal where you just play high school golf and then you go play college golf and then you try to get to the tour, right? Right, no, there's like there's so many big tournaments, and I know both of them pretty well, and and I know they stay stay busy and keep the road hot. But there's just so many big uh, junior tournaments out there across the country that that are just, I mean, like they just kind of prepare you for that next collegiate level really really well. So just getting out there and you know being on the road and playing against you know the other the best juniors in the world i mean it, it just kind of prepares you for that next step all right so looking ahead you, you mentioned the the wraparound schedule the fall schedule starts uh what mid-september uh we get to the end of september and we've got the the sanderson farms championship i know that's an event that you've played in before but it's not an event that you've played in when you had pga tour status how excited are you uh about that event here in our home state about it i mean it's always fun to play in your home state i got to you know do it two or three years ago when the corn ferry tour came to oxford and then i monday qualified into the sanderson in the past and it's just nice to be in your home state uh have you know a ton like a big support group a lot of people come down and watch and uh it's just a great time Chad, is it encouraging for you as a golfer when you see the success that some of your colleagues on the Corn Ferry Tour have had making the transition from, from Corn Ferry to the PGA? And, and I mean, you, you mentioned the, the Corn Ferry event in Oxford. I, I played in the Pro-Am on the media side that year and played with Sung J.M., and, and I've seen you know what he's been able to go ahead and accomplish. Does that give you confidence that, yes, it is a big step, but maybe it's not that big of a step? Right, yeah, 100, 100%. I mean... There, there's such a fine line from the Cornberry Tour to the PGA Tour. I mean, you got your top 10 to 15 players in the world that are, you know, kind of on that next level. But, like, it's like you said, like all the guys in the past that, you know, make that step from the Cornberry to the PGA Tour, it's, it's such a fine line. Like, the guys, like, it's just, the guys are, the field is, like, so deep. Um, and, like, they, they can all play. Chad, what what's what are the next few weeks like for you? So you mentioned, you know, it's Corn Ferry. You got that first win. Do you now kind of chase sponsors exemptions on the PGA Tour for the next few weeks before the season ends? Is there an opportunity there to play some PGA events? Um, there there might be, but right now, I guess I'm, I'm shooting for that number one spot in the twenty five because it's like every every spot matters. Like you know, if you're I think if you're first on the points list, you can kind of set your own schedule. Basically, you get in any event you want, and then like it kind of goes down the 
the points list from there. So like twenty, like if you end up like twentieth on the points list, you're not going to get as many starts as someone that would if they were fourth on the points list. So gotcha. I probably won't be chasing sponsor exemptions just because of that, because it's it's kind of like every point still counts. You know, like you just want to get up as high as you can on that points list. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's I guess short term success versus long term success, Chad. Really, really appreciate your time. Congratulations, continued success, and uh, hope we can stay in touch. We're certainly going to continue to follow your career. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. That's Chad Ramey visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Now a PGA Tour golfer. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. Officials clearing up a vehicle fire 220 southbound at Industrial Drive. That's exit 3 there on 220. And in Ridgeland, heavy delays on 49 southbound from old 49 down to Harper. Otherwise, things looking pretty good so far. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The whole crew at Mojave's Quality Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs, would like to wish you a safe and happy 4th of July holiday weekend. We at Mojave's Quality Printing are proud to celebrate with you the birth of this great country. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. 
Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. So you want to know the difference in winning on the PGA Tour? Not not a U.S. Open or the Masters. Just a regular PGA Tour event like they had this past weekend in Cromwell, Connecticut, right outside of Hartford at the Travelers Championship. The difference in winning there and winning in Maine. Harris English won in a playoff yesterday. The first place check was for $1,332,000. That's on the PGA Tour. And that's a $7.4 million prize purse. A lot of guys get paid really, really well out of that event. And $1.3 million is frankly one of the smaller winner's checks, just very, very middle of the road in terms of winner checks on the PGA Tour. Chad Ramey won in Maine on the Corn Ferry Tour, and it's a great paycheck. First place check, $108,000. That's the difference that we're talking about. One win on the tour is life-changing money. And it's not just life-changing because of the check that you get right then. I thought what Chad said there at the end about chasing sponsors' exemptions for the next few weeks versus trying to get as high as he can in the point standing on the Corn Ferry Tour was really, really, that gives you some insight into what these guys are looking at. He's taking a long-range view as opposed to a short-term view. Now, obviously, if he got a sponsor's exemption to the Rocket Mortgage this coming week or to uh, the John Deere Classic or the Barbasol Championship or the 3M Open in Minnesota, if you win, you're in incredible an incredible spot. But the odds of actually winning are not very big. You you win, you get exemptions going forward, you can kind of make your own schedule. But what he was talking about, just because you get your PGA Tour card advancing from the Corn Ferry doesn't mean you get to go and play every single week on the PGA Tour. Because most tournaments only have 144 spots or 156 spots in them. And so the higher he finishes in the point standings on the Corn Ferry Tour over the next six to eight weeks before that season ends, the more opportunities he will have to play in PGA Tour events next year. It's crazy. By the way, there was some really good golf at Mossy Oak this weekend. The Mississippi State Amateur Championship uh, was, uh, was held. And uh, who we were talking about just a second ago, uh, Cohen Trollio won that. Really, really impressive stuff. He's a uh, a Mississippian that's headed to Baton Rouge to play college golf next year. Yeah, Borky, we've talked about this some in the past. The advancement of amateur golf in the state of Mississippi is just mind-boggling in recent years. 
It's hard to fathom, really. Yeah, we saw Andy Ogletree two years ago win the U.S. Amateur. Cohen Trollio, who we were just talking about, was in the semifinals. I mean, he was a win away in the semifinals from meeting another Mississippian, Andy Ogletree, uh, at Pinehurst for the U.S. Amateur Championship, and both of those guys getting an invite to play in the Masters. Pretty incredible. It feels like with his trajectory, he's going to get there one day. <laughs> Without yeah. uh, without that, so uh, really uh, really good stuff. I think you got the Southern Amateur coming up at uh, Old Waverly in a few weeks as well. Just a lot of really good amateur golf happening here in the state of Mississippi. Thanks to Chad Ramey, great story. Really really excited for him. Jason wanted us to ask Chad. I, I missed this in time. If he's ever been tempted to take a shot at a deer on Country Club Road in Fulton. <laughs> Oh, you can't do that. What player was it that went to jail because he hit a like a hawk or a rare owl or something with a ball on purpose? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to Google it. I don't know, but he was teaching. He was like doing on the course instruction with a group of people, and there was a bird up in the trees, and it kept making noise. And he put a ball down and was like, "You know what?" And hit it at the bird, and hit the bird and killed it. And he got in some serious legal trouble. I'm gonna figure out who that is. <laughs> I'm sure PETA was involved. Stewart says, most overused excuse of all time because of COVID. Not a shot at the golfer at all, just in general life. It, yes, I, I do not disagree with what you're saying there. At, at some point, that's got to stop being a crutch. But COVID changed the way that the advancement to the PGA Tour happened this year. Chad would have had his PGA Tour card last year and would have been able to play in events this year because of where he was in the standings. And they didn't advance anybody from the Corn Ferry Tour to the PGA last year. They made it a two-year season, which uh, I'm sure has been stressful at times uh, along the way. If you want to be part of the conversation, we'd love to hear from you on the Ceasefire text line. It was a red-tailed hawk. He was filming Ooh. a TV special or uh, an episode of Shoot Like a Pro, and there was. A 300-yard-away squawking red-tail hawk. And the bird was so loud, they kept having to retake some shots and retake because the bird was so loud. And so he looks at the crew and says, I'll get him now. Teed up a ball, hit it in the head, killing it instantly. Can't do that to a hawk. No. That's a crow. It's a blackbird. It's still pretty impressive really is for being honest he was charged with a crime i'm trying to find out if he if he did any jail time maybe not here in mississippi but i would say that the majority of the population of these united states of america couldn't grab a 22 or maybe even a shotgun how far away it said it was about 300 yards away i mean honestly it was extremely dumb luck he was i mean yes he was hitting the ball <laughs> at the bird but that's so the maximum penalty, none of these stories are updated to say if he actually went to prison. Being a professional golfer, probably not. But he could have done 14 months in jail. Oh, jeez. I mean, who's got the ability to take driver out and hit it 300 yards and hit a hawk in a tree? <laughs> it's just, I mean, absolute dumb luck, but he was intentionally trying to hit at this hawk. Speaking of hawks, 
Why has Carl Ravitch not yet referenced the, the coolest shots that we're getting from the College World Series? They've got a drone out there. I don't know if you noticed that. No more Goodyear blimp. It's all drones now. And there's two Hawks that have built a nest on top of the scoreboard at the College World Series. And they're sit, they, they sit up there at the very top just looking over the field, and they will fly the drone up behind them and get the overhead shot down like from the bird's perspective you see them both in the field behind them they're not even referencing it i keep thinking that is the coolest image that i have seen in months in sports is those hawks overlooking the field at the college world series and they just brush it by i know i'm kind of a nerd but it's every time they show those shots i think how cool it is i agree and did, did you see the shot where they they showed the guy who was operating the drone no so at one point, they put a camera on the guy who's operating the drone. He's got a video monitor right there in front of him, and then he's got a headset on so that he can talk to the producer in the control room and all of those things, and they showed him flying it, and it was it started like at ground level, and they just saw it, they showed the, the drone with a different camera. Maybe it was another drone. I don't know. Rising up slowly up to the stadium, and then you can kind of see it. Those... T- TV and ESPN and others get banged on a lot for a lot that they do wrong. Drone footage in sports broadcasting is the best innovation of the last two decades. Yep. I might argue it's the best innovation in sports on television since the first down line was added. Can you think of a better one? The the box, the strike zone box, to show just how bad umpires are. K-Zone? How about... So a lot of people that hate K-Zone. I love it. But it, it also good. shows you how good some Major League umpires are, too, though. I mean, it's both sides. It shows you how bad they are, but sometimes <laughs> just incredible. But how about on Friday's game, where home plate ump decided to issue two delay of game strikes, or one was a strike and one was a ball, because they were taking too long, but him stopping the game to consult with the other umpires to decide whether or not to issue the strike took mm. longer than the player not getting in the box fast enough. Yeah, it was just, just playing a game to determine who gets to play for a national championship. No reason to take 21 seconds to think about what pitch you want to throw yeah. or what approach you want to have. Your boy Kyle not- Peterson was just, a f- I mean, he was so annoyed. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, nothing like being in the middle of a high-leverage moment in the game and you get the ump show. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Sports Talk Mississippi. This is a good one. Shot Tracer in golf. That's a great call. Yep. Great call. Somebody says, do we remember the blue tracer on the hockey puck? That didn't last. No, that was not good. That was not good. No. No bueno. We'll be back. Nobody wanted that. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 20% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. 
Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture, with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. The farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. After an audit revealed $117 million in improper unemployment payments during the pandemic, State Auditor Shad White offered the following advice on how to cut off one source of fraud in the future. When we're handing out unemployment compensation payments, we need to be checking live against a database of people who are in prison because somebody who's incarcerated doesn't need to be getting unemployment. That technology exists. We need to turn it on. White says we must wait for these systems to work and be willing to deal with small delays. And with the cost of goods rising across the country, Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson says there are numerous factors at play, including simple supply and demand. When you've got people who are not working, people who are staying home, and people cannot get workers to, for example, unload freight, that's a big logistical challenge right now. You can't get people to work in the shops. You can't get people to process meat. Well, that is hurting our supply. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. Go to attorneygeneralllynnfitch.com to learn more. Together, we can be the solution. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. going to take exception with this. We've got D1Baseball.com All-America teams. How many how many starting pitchers are there in a weekend rotation? Hey, Dad. Three. Do you have an issue with five first-team All-American starting pitchers, five second-team All-American starting pitchers, and five on the third team? That seems like a lot. Here are your All-America teams from D1Baseball. First team, catcher, Matthew Nelson, Florida State. First base, Nico Cavadas, Notre Dame. I'm not going to give you everybody, just the names you probably recognize. Outfield, Tanner Allen, Mississippi State. Starting pitchers, Jack Leiter, Ty Madden, Doug McKaysey, Kumar Rocker, and Gavin Williams from East Carolina. First-team relief pitchers, Kevin Copps from Arkansas. He was also named National Player of the Year. Landon Sims and Spencer Schwellenbach. He's the utility pitcher. Okay. The SEC guys that are second-team All-American. Jacob Gonzalez at shortstop from Ole Miss. Hit three fifty-five as a true freshman with 16 doubles and 12 home runs and 55 ribbies. By the way, let me give you the numbers for Tanner Allen. 380 batting average, 451 on base, 624 slugging, 1.075 OPS. In 63 games, he's got 17 doubles, 11 home runs, 65 ribbies, 22 walks, has struck out 33 times with 10 stolen bases. Doug McKaysey went 12-2 with a 2.45 ERA, 92 innings pitched, 142 strikeouts and 31 walks. Landon Sims, 4-0 with 11 saves, a 164 ERA in 22 appearances, 
91 strikeouts and 14 walks. Kevin Copp's numbers were stupid. All right, we know how Mississippi State used Landon Sims. Different usage pattern at Arkansas. But Kevin, uh, Landon Sims went 4 0 with 11 saves. Kevin Copps went 12 and 1 with 11 saves in 33 appearances, 131 strikeouts, and 18 walks. Second team pitchers, nobody else from the SEC. Ryan Bliss, third team shortstop from Auburn. Enrique Bradfield Jr., third team outfielder from Vandy. LSU's Landon Marceau, third team All American. Hunter Stanley from Southern Miss, third team All American pitcher. Six and four with a 256 ERA and 16 starts. 127 strikeouts and just 19 walks on the year. So, congratulations to all of the Mississippi guys named All American for 2021. Really good stuff there. Zach from the coast says Lamonis better have at least gotten third team all American starting pitching. Huh? Yeah, I don't I, yeah, some breaking news here. I know it was reported earlier today that Lamonis would be starting tonight, but it will be Christian McLeod. Headline writers in Nashville made a strike again. How about the um how about the tweet during the Friday night game? Oh my god. What a train wreck. So I don't want to look, but I think I can't help it. I, I will I'm not gonna defend them, but I will explain how something like that happens. Because I, I didn't live in this state when Stupidity Is that when that publication was news, when that was it, right? If you made the Clarion Ledger, you I mean, that was awesome. Like, you made the newspaper. My hometown paper was the same thing, the Greenville News, and they are now owned by Gannett, and they face the same thing. They don't even really cover Greenville anymore. It's an embarrassment. That article that was shared two hours into a game that could send Mississippi State to the College World Series, where they basically copy and pasted the postseason results of Mississippi State from Wikipedia and called it an article in the most shameless, pathetic... <laughs> attempt at clickbait that I've ever seen was written by somebody not only doesn't cover Mississippi State, does not live in the state at all. So you've got these people that work in an understaffed, if you want to call it newsroom, it's not a newsroom anymore because they don't do news, they're completely understaffed, they don't have any idea what's going on locally because they're not local here, and they are instructed to run this clickbait garbage in all of their newspapers across the country. That doesn't excuse it, but the the publication that everybody gets mad at all the time for screwing up isn't what it used to be. It's, no, it's not. It's not. And so when you when you get so mad at what they do, you only keep them relevant, especially when it's headline writers and writers and publishers and everything the link. that are states over, right? If you don't click the link, you're you're not helping. But I think I I would be I'd be pretty amazed if there were a lot of link clicking Happening from, happening from that one. They got a heck of a ratio, though, I'll tell you that. Couple of couple of things here. People have always liked to bang on the Clarion Ledger because you got three schools in the state of Mississippi and two SEC schools in the state of Mississippi, and so when something positive was written about the other, oh, it was just an Ole Miss rag or it was just a Mississippi State rag or whatever. That said, hey, Dad, you, you rewind to when we were in high school. 
mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. Clarion Ledger Sports section. I mean, awesome. you got it and you read it. Read you you cover, wanted to cover, see what Rick Cleveland had to say. Mm-hmm. Rusty Hampton is the the sports editor. Some great beat writers through the years. Yeah, I don't know who Ole Miss was when I first started paying attention to, to the Clarion Ledger. Mike Knobler was the state beat writer, great writer, and then Seku Smith and, and that so, long line did, of guys who've moved Seku on. covered both schools at one point, didn't he? He, he I think he was the beat writer for both schools. He he did a year for Ole Miss before he moved on to the NBA. Yeah. And um, then Eddie and Rappaport and and then you know Vizi and Marcelo and you know all it's been a good good run for Mississippi State beat writers. Marcelo yeah, still has me blocked on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, one day we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll set up the uh the, the summit to get you guys back together. Oh, he just got upset with me when uh, I, I know let him, why I let him know that he has often cared about attendance, and uh, when he tried to call out people here, I just reminded him that he also cares about that. That's all. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, or just like two weeks before. Well, and and even in recent years, there have been some. I mean, Nick Sust does a really good job covering Ole Miss at the, the Clarion Ledger now and had that short stint with Maddie Lee before she made the jump to uh to the NBA and then to college or to uh MLB. Yeah. Um who's oh why can I not think of his name? He's with the athletic now in Southern California. Morales. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Morales. Antonio Antonio did a really good job. But it's it, it, Morky's right. It's but it's, it's different. It's the conglomerate stuff that happens, though, and you get these articles like this, and then you know, just the headline after the game is that guy won the game. I mean, come on, come on. Guys. <laughs> yeah. you know. That was the most pathetic, embarrassing attempt at clickbait I've what, ever seen. What, whatever they're charging you to write headlines in Nashville, I'll do it for less. Just just shoot me a text. I'll give you something. Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. I said earlier, we need to get into this. Everybody in college baseball that follows college baseball knows, uh, that follows college baseball, knows that Vanderbilt has a scholarship advantage over almost everybody else in the game. I do think it's probably fair to say that that advantage is slightly overblown, there's no question there is an advantage. And there's no question that Vanderbilt has used it to its ability. But the idea that 37 baseball players are on full rides and get to put an extra $7,000 a month in their pocket while playing baseball at Vanderbilt, that's a little over the top. That's not exactly how it works. There are other schools in the SEC footprint that also have an advantage. It is not the same advantage that Mississippi State has. Arkansas, for example, has waived out-of-state tuition for all border states. And so it basically gives Arkansas the ability to get guys for less money from Texas and Missouri and Mississippi and whatever other state, Missouri, uh, whatever the other state's border, Tennessee. Borders Arkansas to the north. Missouri. Missouri. Is it just Missouri? Does it touch Nebraska also? Whatever. Doesn't matter. You get the point. SEC East member Missouri. That's right. <laughs> um, 
Louisiana's got tops. Georgia has... Oh, what's it called? It's not Lucky Day, is it? Whatever it is. It's it's Hope. Yeah. Hope in Georgia. Maybe Lucky Day's in Florida. In South Carolina, you've got lottery scholarships lottery that money. goes to anybody that has a pulse. We'll continue this conversation in a moment. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. We're looking pretty good for the most part. Just some uh, heavy congestion southbound on 49 in Richland uh, from old 49 down to Harper. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent for the drive home this afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Big head time.
Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th, Wicked Weed Brewing presents the, the Twilight, Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Your midday meeting place, The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. All right, so we were having the always fun scholarship conversation. I, I guess the, the, the overarching question, and we've actually gotten some pretty good responses to this. I was kind of leading into this by saying that Vanderbilt does have an advantage over basically every school in college baseball, but it may not be as big an advantage as we are sometimes led to believe with regard to scholarships. There's no question it is not a level playing field. So my question is, when everybody in college baseball is aware of this, why is it that it seems that Mississippi State has been the school that has kind of been like the, the torch bearer, like the, the, the torches and pitchforks with regard to Bad Vandy? I don't know if that's even a reasonable question. Maybe it's because it's been so competitive in recent years. Maybe it's because in terms of college baseball history, Vanderbilt is a bit of a Johnny-come-lately under Tim Corbin, whereas Mississippi State has been kind of the driver of the growth of college baseball along with one or two other schools for the better part of four decades, maybe five decades. And yet Vanderbilt's claimed a couple of titles and Mississippi State's trying to get there. I, I, I don't know. The Arkansas conversation just a second ago, I just put a bow on that. Arkansas in-state tuition for any border state, 31 of the 45 players on Arkansas's roster either come from the state of Arkansas or are in a border state. That's their online roster. Not all those guys are on scholarship, period. But that gives them some flexibility that other schools don't have. To its ever-dying credit, Mississippi State and its administration, kind of quietly, a few years back, I don't know when exactly this happened, waived out-of-state tuition for some strategic metropolitan areas in some surrounding states. Hey, Dad, you know you may know exactly what those areas are. I do know the Birmingham area was one in the past. I don't know what the radius around Birmingham is. I think no. Memphis falls into that category. Outside of that, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, neither. But am I. Mississippi State has given itself a little bit of flexibility that Ole Miss has not given itself. 
And that's a mistake in my estimation in terms of the decision makers at Ole Miss not going down that road. Now, there may be financial reasons that they haven't. I'm sure there are. It's based on out-of-state tuition and the revenue that it creates. But if you are trying to give yourself an advantage, there's a way you can do it that your in-state rival, who you're frustrated watching go to three-state College World Series, and now being two wins away from carrying a trophy home from Omaha, they've given themselves the advantage that they can within the framework of what works, and Ole Miss is not. That's good for Mississippi State, and you know, shame on you for not getting it done on the Ole Miss side of things. So, the overall question, why is it that Mississippi State has been the, the, the lead banger of the drum on this inequity? Uh, like I said earlier, I think I think Ron Polk has plays a big role in that. He has been such an ardent uh, voice against the NCAA for the past you know three decades. It feels like, um, and I think there is something to the idea that state has put so much into college baseball and has come up short so many times. And to see it, you know, Vanderbilt prior to the the opportunity Vanderbilt's fund becoming a thing had only been to the NCAA tournament seven times in its history. And and now you know they've become this this power uh, by and they're not skirting any rules here they're just they're taking advantage of a loophole yeah. and you know kudos I, I think what makes people mad is that they just wish Corbin would just come out and say yeah this is a loophole that we can take advantage of and we don't apologize for it if you don't like it you know close the loophole and and, he always, and by the way he likes to you dance have advantages that, that we don't have. Right, and he likes to dance around it, though. Oh, I don't, you know, he makes jokes about having fifty scholarships. Well, you kind of do. That's um, the thing. I mean, the, the Mississippi State baseball program, if every program got to offer the same number of scholarships, would be significantly better than Vanderbilt. Yeah, but that's the one thing, and that one thing should not exist. That's that's what I hope. All this exposure. You know, they're getting from Barstool and other things, and college baseball is getting more on the map. That needs to change. I understand that not everybody could afford to have their entire team under full scholarship. The option needs to exist, though. Because, I mean, programs would fold if you required that. They couldn't even replace the, the baseballs for a year because programs had already spent thirty grand on baseballs and they could not afford to buy more. Like, that was their cap for the year. But allowing everybody to put their entire roster on full scholarship would end all of this debate and level the playing field in some cases. Yeah. I was told a few years ago there was a game that State was trying to schedule with an out-of-conference opponent and they were trying to figure out the money. And it was more about, look, could you just give us like three dozen bats and five cases of baseballs on top of the money? And if you do that, we can play. And State it's was like, crazy. yeah, sure, we can do that. It's crazy. State's lineup is out. We'll give it to you when we come back. 5 o'clock hour next. You're listening to WFMM for Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professional. Sector Rony Street Pros. 601-345-8090. news. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden travels to Wisconsin tomorrow to sell his infrastructure proposal to voters. The president says his American Families Plan doesn't have to be attached to a bipartisan deal on core infrastructure struck last week. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is calling on the president to persuade House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to back down on threats to link the bills. Fox's Rachel Sutherland at the White House. 
Another body pulled from the rubble of a collapsed condo in South Florida, bringing the number of deaths to 10. More than 150 people remain missing. We're all pulling in the same direction. Uh, Dade County Mayor uh, Kava has been awesome. We're drowning here in resources. We have no shortage of resources. It's just that we've had a shortage of luck. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett, an engineer, warned building officials in 2018 of major structural problems. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An FBI special agent who was shot Saturday night in the capital city has been released from a local hospital. The agent was assisting Jackson police during a traffic stop when the suspect, DeMario Cotton allegedly opened fire. Cotton fled from the scene and the FBI is now offering $50,000 for information leading to his arrest and conviction. Cotton is to be considered armed and dangerous. And Mississippi stopped paying out federal pandemic-related unemployment benefits back on June 12th. Governor Tate Reeves recently told Fox and Friends that getting people back to work will help the economy to recover. June of 2020 looks very differently than June of 2021 looks. And for us to have a full economic recovery in our state and quite frankly across America, we got to get all of our people back to work. While the White House is encouraging states to continue the benefits, many argue they're hurting businesses as they struggle to find workers. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits, to preventive services, to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as July 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. This is for those who always show they care. Who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explain to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
More people are taking to the road this summer. Don Redman with AAA Mississippi says the numbers are comparable to what they were before COVID-19. For those in the travel industry and the hospitality industry, that's great news. But because we've had you know continued cutback in production of oil and gasoline itself because there was just no demand for it, we're behind the eight ball, and that's what's really fueling this run-up in price uh, for gasoline. Redman says he expects prices to continue to climb at least five cents more or higher. And this weekend's walk-off victory over Texas has Mississippi State in the College World Series final, two wins away from a national championship. They'll match up with Vanderbilt, who has gifted their spot in the final after NC State was forced to concede due to COVID protocols. First pitch in Game 1 of the Best of 3 series is set for tonight at 6 p.m. Christian McLeod gets the start for the Bulldogs, and it'll be Jack Leiter for the Commodores. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, 5 o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Just a touch over an hour until first pitch of Game 1. Championship Series, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Some of these stations at 5.30 will move over to the Mississippi State Baseball pregame show with Jim Ellis and Jay Powell. Uh, if you want to stick with us and your station goes away, you can always listen on the, la- the app. The Super Talk Live app is free if you've not downloaded that. Hope you will do just that. And, of course, online at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you on this Monday. We are, as always, glad to have you along, and we welcome your conversation, your thoughts, your additions to the program through the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Your video conference is lagging, VPN connections dropping, VoIP calls choppy. It's time to face the truth. Cable can't support your business the way fiber Internet can. Learn why at ceasefire.com slash fiber. Mississippi State has released its lineup same as she's always been, right, hey, Dad? Yeah, exactly the same. Rowdy Jordan in center, Tanner Allen in right, 
Cam James at third. Luke Hancock at first, batting cleanup. Logan Tanner behind the plate. Scotty DeBrule at second. Brad Cumbus in the left. Kellum Clark at GDH. Lane Forsyth will get the start at short. There had been some talk maybe of, of go ahead just putting Tanner Leggett in, but I guess they like him as that late-inning guy. And on the mound, as it would normally be in the start of a series, uh, Christian McLeod. So Christian McLeod gets the start in Game 1. And even though he hasn't been great in his last couple of outings, there's enough of a track record there to know that good Christian McLeod gives you every chance to win this baseball game. Oh, 100%. If State gets the guy that pitched against South Carolina, against Alabama, against LSU, Auburn, so on and so forth, that they'll they'll be in this game the whole yep. way. But but if they get the guy who pitched against you know Florida, or I guess against uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, and, and against uh, Notre Dame, and, and pitched earlier this week or last week against Virginia, they're in trouble. Let's get a great game preview on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, with ESPN College Baseball Analyst Kyle Peterson. Game one of the championship series tonight at the College World Series in Omaha. A guy that needs no introduction, especially this time of year, Kyle Peterson, who has been with us throughout the college baseball season. Got to crown a champion either tomorrow night or uh, Wednesday night, but what a strange few days it has been in Omaha. What, what's your take, man? What do you? What, how do you sum up the last few days? Kind of, I mean, I think it's kind of every level of emotion, right? I mean, you first and foremost, you really you just hurt for the NC State kids and their coaching staff and their fans. I, in any case, you want it to be settled on the field especially when you get that close to the end. Um, and, and I, you know, it, it's about as unfortunate as it can possibly get. And then you, you know, spin the table. Now you get the defending national champs there. Kid that's going to go top five in the, in the draft going tonight at Lighter. And Mississippi State has a, you know, a Juco transfer that comes in. And the way that it was told to us, he basically hasn't hit a slider the whole year. <laughs> well, he hit a slider there. Um, had got enough of it. Skinner comes around to score, and half the state of Mississippi appears to be in Omaha right now. So it's it's every level of emotion, honestly, over the last five days. KP, I don't want to dwell on the NC State stuff, but I am curious from your perspective as you've, you've looked at all this as it's unfolded, in terms of, like, letter of the law, did the NCAA handle this the right way? Maybe in spirit of the law, could they have done it a different way where the outcome... And I'm not even talking about the outcome on the field, but the opportunity to uh, actually play could have still happened. I don't. No, not the way that that the protocols were written. And I, you know, I know that kind of what everybody just seemingly wants to do all the time is rip the NCAA for everything they do. And believe me, I've been critical of the NCAA for plenty of things. The only thing you can be critical of, from my standpoint, of the NCAA on this is if you don't like what the policy is. But as far as the way that it was, the way that it was put into play, no. I mean, it, it ultimately what happened is you had one test, and then yet one turned into two positives, turned into four positives, turned into eight positives, and the eight positives they ended up finding out, you know, late Friday night, early Saturday morning, I guess, is when ultimately all those results came back. And the way that it was told to us is the medical staff working associated with the NCA said, listen, like this is continuing here and you know, we have eight now. Who knows what we're gonna have tomorrow morning? 
And we all know that the incubation period in this thing can be all over the place because we've all had to quarantine at some point over the last 16 months. So I think the thought was, listen, I mean, you can't quarantine just those kids. Lord only, what if 10 more test positive tomorrow and they all go out and play? I mean, it's you can talk yourself in circles in this thing, but my, my big deal is everyone knew what the rules were. And you can argue about whether they should have been the rules. And I mean, from my standpoint, if you're letting 22,000 people in the stands, I, I wouldn't even test teams. Just play. That's the way we're doing this. Just play. And I don't think you would have had an argument from anybody. But that wasn't the policy. And ultimately, the policy was followed the way that it was written. And I don't have an issue with that. I am curious if when Elliot Avent mentioned in that now infamous post-game press conference, you know, some of our guys have got the bug. And that seemed to kind of raise the antennas of maybe the people that were in charge of testing. Did, did that cause this thing to start spinning, or would they have gotten to this point regardless? I honestly don't know. I mean, you know, that, that didn't cause the first instance to be positive, which ultimately is what really started everything spinning. I mean, we found out about that late Tuesday night. And then I believe it was the next day that one more tested positive, and it was two days later that two more did. Now we're to four, and then ultimately it's late Friday night that four turns into eight. So, you know, do comments bring greater eyes in that situation? I don't know. Um, increased positives is what brought greater eyes at the end of the day. And, and that was, you know, it was just unfortunate. And I saw the, you know, the pepper alley from when those kids got home and everything. It just, it just stinks. Yeah. I mean, for a team that did what they did and in the manner that they did and who they beat, I mean, in, in the last 10 days, 15 days, to beat Kevin Cops and Jack Ryder. Nobody does that. So I just I heard for them because they're never going to have a chance to do it on the field. But I, what I can't do is go vilify the NCAA over it based on the, the protocols are written. Visiting with Kyle Peterson, college baseball analyst at ESPN. He'll be on the call tonight, tomorrow night, and possibly Wednesday night as well. I'm curious from your perspective. Vanderbilt has somehow become the number one villain in college baseball. And I don't know if it's because their success is recent. I don't know if it's because of the Whistler. I don't know if it's because of the scholarship situation. But not only do they seem to be the biggest villain, but it's almost like Mississippi State and its fans have kind of become the ringleader of that. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah. Yeah, I think everything you said is very fair. Hmm. I mean, I, and I, I, don't, I don't know that it's any different than one fan base and the other fan base going at it in whatever sport it is or whatever else. I mean, listen, those two over the last four years have been the two most consistent college baseball teams in the country. They play in the same league. You know, people seem to have issues with the way that Vanderbilt handles their financial aid. That's a discussion for a different day, but I have a little bit different take on that. Um, but at the end of the day, they're two of the best. And it's two of well, I would say one fan base in particular um, that, that is, has, has a lot of things that they think they have to battle with um, in regards to, to Vanderbilt. And, you know, with anybody, man, I mean, people can have the same look sometimes at Mississippi State just based on what their success level has been the last four years. Like everybody wants to knock off whoever's on top. And I know they haven't won it yet, but they've been knocking on the door. Um, 
and so I, I, if if you're holding the trophy and if you're consistently in that in that position to where you, you've got a chance to win it, you're going to have plenty of people that are going to try to knock you down. And the reality is, Vandy has, in in some people's eyes, a few more reasons that they would go after him. I'll tell you this, dude. It was already the case to where I felt like it was going to be, you know, 80-20 Mississippi State tonight. It might be more than that. I mean, it might sound like a home game for Mississippi State. We've got more of our conversation with Kyle Peterson coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes on the other side of this break. Quickly... A tweet from Borky's boy, Darren Rovell. That's your boy, right? What? It just seemed like the guy you'd love hanging out with. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Get out of here. Price to get in the door right now before fees on StubHub. College World Series Game 1, $225. Suns Clippers game five two fifty five Stanley Cup final game one three hundred fifteen dollars. It's an expensive sports night. The city of Omaha thanks you, Mississippi State fan. Yes, yes they do. More with KP on the other side of this timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi. The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations. Everybody Glass needs. Find them in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates. Just call 601-605-4443. Looking good for the most part. Just some minor delays. 20 westbound at the stack as well as 20 eastbound from 55 south over to Highway 49. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. No Drip Roofing in Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing in Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right introduced the original cookies and cream ice cream. So every time you dig into that familiar creamy vanilla ice cream that's loaded with chunks of chocolate cream cookies, you can say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. Bluebell Ice Cream at all Piggly Wiggly stores and Highway 84 Chevron in Brookhaven. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. 
be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. All Britons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers, along with Surrender Fire Ant Killer. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Let's pick up right where we left off, about halfway through our conversation with Kyle Peterson, college baseball analyst at ESPN. He, along with Carl Ravitch and Eduardo Perez and Chris Budden, will be on the call tonight. Kyle joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Well, in some ways, it kind of looked like that on Saturday night, especially with those shots that you guys had at the end where the Mississippi State fans weren't leaving. I know it's going to be impressive, as it has been in years past, when Mississippi State's been there. I was there in 2013, and I remember kind of the pregame where the, the public address guy says, you know, are you cheering for UCLA? And and you hear a few people clap. And then they say, are you here cheering for Mississippi State? It's like an earthquake when uh, when the fans get to, like, yes, we are here, and we're here to make a difference. Yeah, I, I, I do want to say something because I, I feel like the people are going after Tim Corbin in this thing, you know, and a lot of it is uninformed people on Twitter that somebody writes something and everybody takes it as fact and then off you go. Um, I don't know how you could possibly go after Mandy's kids or their coach or anybody associated with Vanderbilt. For any, they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. They... they they won on Friday, albeit against a very depleted team. But they won on Friday, and they didn't get eliminated. And ultimately, they got a text at one fifty in the morning on Saturday morning that said, "Hey, you're moving on." I don't. I understand the frustration associated with it. What I don't understand is how it's aimed at Vanderbilt. That part I don't get. Chris Lamonis, when you look at the way this guy goes about his business, and for people that aren't like necessarily Mississippi State fans or diehard college baseball fans. Maybe they don't know where he was at Indiana and kind of where he came from. And and so it appears to be a meteoric rise within the coaching ranks. Is that how you judge it, or do you look at, at, at Chris Lamonis and his success differently? I think that's fair, but, I mean, if, if you go back and talk to Dan McDonald eight years ago, nine years ago, when, when Lem was the recruiting coordinator at Louisville, you know, Dan would always say, hey, look at Chris and, and look at Roger. Like, we're good because of all of us. And Lamonis has always been known as a great recruiter. He did it at Louisville. Clearly he did it at Indiana. He took Indiana to the regional final when Texas beat him yeah. before he left. So, you know, I, I think that maybe he wasn't as well-known in the, in the 
greater college baseball community when he showed up at Starkville. But man, those of us that are in it, it was it was one of those hires where you're like, that is a really good hire because everything about him said that he's going to succeed. And then he did what Dan did at Louisville: is he built an incredible staff. And I think, and I've said this before, what there's a lot of things that impress me about Chris. But what maybe impresses me the most is his comfort in delegating and in understanding the talent that he does have on his coaching staff and giving Jake the, the flexibility to do what he does with the offense. Given Foxhall the flexibility to do what he does with the pitching staff. And obviously play a pivotal role in all of it. But you don't see that all the time. I mean, there's a lot of places where head coaches are, are doing, I mean, outside of recruiting, but in-game are doing everything. Um and I just think that the balance that they have on that coaching staff is something. And Bandy has it, too. It's very similar. Uh, but the balance that they have on that coaching staff, it has to start at the top, man. And he is, he is really, really good. You mentioned the last four years with these two programs, the remarkable consistency. But not just that. They've played high-leverage games. Uh, what, Super Regional a few years back in Nashville. Even the regular series oh. season, which I think you called earlier this year, it seems like all the games are close, the, the stakes are high, the um, tension is high. Is that what you expect over the next couple of days as well? Yeah, I don't know how it would be any different. You know, I mean, it's two teams that know everything that you can possibly know about the other one. It's two teams that are not going to be wowed by the environment and setting or the other team because, there's a comfort level, if that makes sense, in who you're playing. Now, obviously, there's a high level of respect, but they've seen everybody. I mean, Mississippi State has seen Kumar. They've seen Leiter. They gave Leiter his first loss. Um, Vandy has seen Landon Sims. Vandy has seen this lineup. Like, you know, any level of advantage one way or advantage the other as far as preparation, it, it doesn't exist. And that's why I love it. Because it feels like you just roll the ball out there at six o'clock and boys, let's go. Um, and it it uh, it's going to be a really cool environment for a national championship. Last thing for you, we we know Rocker. I'm sorry, we know Lighter in game one against McLeod, and then there's the question of what do you do in game two? Do, do you come back to Kumar Rocker? Do you come back to Will Bednar? Both would be on short rest. There's such an emphasis on arm health and. What you do by your guys. We're talking about guys that are going to be drafted. What's your gut? And I don't want you to give anything away if you talk to the coaches and they've told you, but kind of your gut on how this plays out. Well, my gut is that they don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you're not going to see Rocker start game two. That I'm almost entirely certain of. Um, And you're not going to see Bednar start game two. So how they're used if we get to a game three, I think, is, is going to be a shell game with everybody. And how often they're used, do you start them? Can you get nine outs out of them? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows at this point. Um, but what I do think is, aside from those two guys, aside from Bednar for State, and aside from, from Kumar for uh, for Vanderbilt, I, I think everybody else is hot tonight. Because if you're Vandy, you've you got to look at this one and go, hey, like, we have the pitching advantage, at least on paper. We have the pitching advantage tonight. I don't know that they're going to have it again. Um, and if you're state, man, you're going to fire every bullet you've got tonight because if you can win game one with the bullpen depth that they've had, and Bandy's bullpen's been really good here. It was not necessarily. 
necessarily a strength during the course of the season. Their, their bullpen has been very good since they showed up. Um, but I, I think game one, for me, is a little bit more important for Vanderbilt than it is for State. I know the ratings in Mississippi don't matter as much as they do in uh, some bigger cities, but I can uh, tell you with great certainty there are going to be a lot of televisions that are turned on in the Magnolia State tonight and tomorrow night and possibly Wednesday. We will be watching. You're the best, my friend. Thanks so much. All right, buddy. Always good talking to you. That is Kyle Peterson from ESPN. Watched him all season long. Pretty good take, generally speaking, on uh, what's going on with college baseball. I loved what he said about the fact that it's like there's no need for a scouting report. Vandy knows everything Mississippi State's going to do. Mississippi State knows everything Vandy's going to do. Just roll them out there and play ball. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost, you know, you don't get it very often. I was thinking, like, in, in national championships, like Alabama-LSU a few years ago, more than a few years ago now, a decade ago. Gosh, I can't believe it's been that long. But you don't see these kind of matchups very often. Where I mean, yeah, state state and Vandy know each other well enough that it's it's going to be about who makes mistakes. I think more than anything else, because I don't think it's going to be you're surprised by anything. So, the team that plays clean baseball over the next three days is probably going to walk off with the national title. You, you want to know how popular this is tonight? We are now 38 minutes from first pitch. And it would stand to reason that at this point there wouldn't be many tickets left. You've had people holding out, holding out, wanting to see if ticket prices have gone down. They really haven't all that much, maybe a little bit. If I'm looking at this correctly, there are 15 tickets available on StubHub. Fifteen! You can get four of them on row six above the first base dugout for $432 a piece. Four in section 104, a little farther down the right field line, $332 a piece. Two tickets in the club level, uh, basically behind home plate, $331 a piece. There is one available ticket in section 102 down in the right field corner for $256. There are two available in Section 101 farther into the right field corner for $218. And there are two tickets listed in Section 118, lower level, for $96 each. I clicked on that just to see what would happen. It says something went wrong. It's not you. It's us. Please try again. That's amazing. There are 15 tickets for this game available on StubHub. They were supposed to be selling tickets this morning in Omaha, but evidently that was a big sham. So, Oh, all the people lined up outside the ticket office got none? Yeah, yeah, they had no tickets to sell. Wow. The two kids who were there uh, first in line, who sat, who sat there overnight and got no tickets, Dave Portnoy bought them a couple of tickets. Good for Dave. Yeah. Sports it's been, Talk it's Mississippi been his, with it's you. It's been his year. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming at supertalk.fm. We pushed it back because of our conversation with Kyle Peterson. When we come back, we will get to the college football fix. If you're an Ole Miss football fan, maybe not the news you were looking for with regard to a guy that was highly thought of coming into the program. Probably not going to be around anymore. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 20% chance of rain today, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 71. Your Tuesday, 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 92. And for your Wednesday, a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. This Independence Day, please join your friends at Joe T's Wines and Spirits in remembering the men and women who are now serving and who have served our great country. From Joe T's Wines and Spirits, have a safe 4th of July holiday. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An FBI special agent who was shot Saturday night in the capital city has been released from a local hospital. The agent was assisting Jackson police during a traffic stop when the suspect, DeMario Cotton, allegedly opened fire. Cotton fled from the scene, and the FBI is now offering $50,000 for information leading to his arrest and conviction. Cotton is to be considered armed and dangerous. And Mississippi stopped paying out federal pandemic-related unemployment benefits back on June 12th. Governor Tate Reeves recently told Fox & Friends that getting people back to work will help the economy to recover. June of 2020 looks very differently than June of 2021 looks. And for us to have a full economic recovery in our state and quite frankly across America, we got to get all of our people back to work. While the White House is encouraging states to continue the benefits, many are they're hurting businesses as they struggle to find workers.
Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. I what I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch. My office is leading a statewide initiative to provide you with the tools to recognize human trafficking. If you suspect human trafficking, report it to the National Hotline at 1-888-373-7888 or text 233-733. For more information on how to spot the signs and where to report them, go to attorneygeneralllynnfitch.com. Be aware, be prepared, and be the solution. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, we will step away from the baseball conversation for a couple of minutes because it's time right now for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, let's knock the bad news out, and then we will get to uh, some good news as well. The bad news, you may remember the name Dink Jackson from recruiting season. He committed to Ole Miss, signed with Ole Miss, was a four-star defensive player. Yes, Sporky? Defensive back, I believe. Yeah. Uh, He has been arrested not once but twice in the last month. Uh, both times in Brevard County uh, in Florida. Back on May 16th, he was cited for no driver's license, dash, never had one. That's what it says on the police report. That is a misdemeanor. And grand theft of a motor vehicle. That is not a misdemeanor, that is a felony. He was released on $500 bond for the misdemeanor and 5000 for the um, felony. And so I can only assume that he was awaiting trial or appearance or something, and in the meantime got himself into a little more trouble. On June 22nd, so that was Not six days ago, he was cited for another misdemeanor. This misdemeanor was loitering and prowling. And he was cited for another felony. 
armed burglary of a dwelling or structure. This time the misdemeanor bail was two fifty, and the bond on the felony was for $10,000. So if you're keeping score at home, over the course of 15, 25, 35, 37 days, Pink Jackson was charged with two misdemeanors and two felonies. And he tweeted about it today, right, Borky? Yeah, said something about how he needs to get himself right, which... Well, at least at least <laughs> feels like an understatement. Uh, I, I believe Ole Miss has said that he is no longer with the team, as you can imagine. As they would be wont to do, yeah. In this situation, it's a shame too, because I mean he was a high profile recruit and he was part of the eight quality defensive backs they signed, and uh, he was kind of a a key signature in that. So, I mean. As stupid as all of that is, and it's a shame, really, that in sports you you see it so often, like Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, you're set to make over a hundred million dollars. What what are you doing? What what are you doing carrying yeah. a stolen gun? And in this situation, you are about to go to college for free, to to play a game for free. What are you doing? What are you doing? But. You, you just hope somebody can intervene in his life and, and get get him right and realize that although the opportunity he has taken it away from himself right now, another one will come up, and hopefully next time he doesn't ruin it like he has this one. Note to self, don't steal cars and don't burglarize homes with a uh, weapon. That, Feels like good advice there, Richard. i got to be honest with did you. Did you see the, the column? I don't want to call it a column, but the story written in USA Today about how... So Tennessee had did a very similar situation. A quarterback that they recruited was yeah. arrested twice on campus in separate drug and violent incidents. And also, he, no bueno. No bueno. You shouldn't do that. And he was rightfully kicked off the team. And the USA Today story was... Uh, kicking whatever his name was off the team shows that uh, Josh Heupel's not messing around at Tennessee. It's like, I, I, I mean, what what message? Oh no, it was sent a message to his team by kicking this player off. It's like, what message was that? Don't commit felonies. You can't get arrested twice before your first game. There's a new sheriff in town here, guys. I mean, come on. But yeah, I mean, kids are kids are stupid. It's what they do. You just hope that somebody gets a hold of him and lets him um, helps him fix what was a completely blown opportunity at a at a new life and hopefully he can get his life back on track. So that's on the negative side of things. On the positive side of things, Ole Miss picked up a couple of commitments for the 2022 class over the weekend. Reginald Hughes, a linebacker from Northeast Mississippi Community College, visited over the weekend and accepted an offer from Ole Miss. He is from Tunica, Mississippi. Uh, Junior College linebacker. Got another one yesterday as well. And the other one is four-star two-way player, wide receiver and defensive back Taylor Groves, also committing to Ole Miss. So a couple of commitments over the weekend Taylor Groves is from Tennessee, East Robertson, Tennessee. Um, picked Ole Miss over Arkansas, Baylor, Colorado, LSU, Missouri, Notre Dame, etc., etc., etc. Oh, Mississippi no. State picked up a uh, commitment while we were on the air here. 
Real quick, couple of things. I'll get that in a second. We are in a weather delay uh, up in Omaha right now. I'm just so start seeing time that. TBD. I wasn't sure uh, what the oh no was about. Like, yeah, come on, guys. That's what it was. Horky's upset. State got a good commitment today, huh? You see how he is now. Yeah. Uh, no, Cam East. When I say big commitment, I might mean literally six foot seven, two hundred eighty pound offensive tackle out of St. Augustine High School in New Orleans. Had it offers from TCU, Arkansas, Florida State. Big, big guy. And I uh, had been leaning towards Mississippi State the past couple of weeks and uh, pulled the trigger today. Everybody's mad now. Like, no, no, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm actually, excited. I, get, I know I'll be home in time to see the first pitch. Yes, you will. So your boy Carl Ravitch just tweeted, weather delay at the College World Series, line of storm supposed to pass through in the next 45 minutes. So that takes us to about 6.30, half an hour, 45 minutes to get the field ready. So what, playing ball at 7, 7.30, something like that? I'm actually, I've got a meeting right after the show's over, so I'm quite glad, actually. I was just yeah. trying to take it all in. And then your big literal and figurative commitment for Mississippi State. Is that, what were, sorry, I was a little lost on the weather delay while you were giving me the vitals. Running by me six, one more time. 6'7", uh, 280. Hey! That's a high school kid. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is... like, like Offensive I, or defensive line? O-line. Okay. I they really like to put 30, 30 pounds on. Yeah. I really like State's group so far on the O-line. Him and... uh Lucas Taylor, the big big kid from uh, Mobile that they flipped from LSU, really like these guys. That, that, that's a good group to start on the on the uh, on the front five, especially with uh, Gauthier tackle Bryson Hurst supposed to be a big MSU lean as well. Robin Hattiesburg says asterisk series in delay. A two week delay would have removed the asterisk NCAA poop emoji the bed. I don't know what Matt. Mr. Ravitch is looking at, but according to weather.com, and I feel like weather.com's got a pretty good grasp of stuff. I'm looking at the radar, and they've got times on it and stuff, and uh, this map is saying it's still going to be raining even after 7. Are we playing baseball tonight? That's all I need yes, to know. Yes, absolutely. Like the yeah, the like this, I'm good. this thing is going to get out, and they're going to play yeah. tonight. It just so, might be those who don't have to, to record podcasts later. when the game is over. Yeah, play it late, ten o'clock. What do I care? Yeah, well, I mean, you sleep till ten in the morning anyway. What difference does it make if you're up till Unbelievable. two? Unbelievable. Have mercy. That does Should help, I let... though. I mean, there are people that like have stuff to do. Like, I get home at six there fifteen are... or so, and I there am working tied Americans. up until seven fifteen. I've been taking care of the little one and whatnot. Like, I can't just get home and put on the TV and watch baseball. Like, pe- some of us have stuff to do. What 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 what, what joke are you going to make there, Richard? You're about to make a joke. Oh no, I was just going to let people in on how our uh, our morning call begins when, when you actually join us. What's the first thing I say to you every morning? Oh, I can't believe you're awake. God, ah, about time! About <laughs> time you got out of bed. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I've almost gotten to the point where I just do it for a reaction. It's not yeah, even a serious yeah. thing. It's like, ah, oh, what's how's he gonna respond? Next, next time I y- y'all call, I'm gonna I'm gonna run back to the bedroom and get under the covers and be like, what? I don't know if I want to see that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We get another message that says, good on the weather delay. I'm not home yet. There you go. Yeah, same here. Same here. What is keeping everybody says, company in the uh, green room tonight? 
There you go. Uh, message from our buddy Hammy. It's usually a message that always is accompanied by a picture. Today is not an exception. It says, getting after it today. Mrs. Hammy left me a list of chores today, but I was sure to put this small Boston butt on. He says, G-E-A-U-X, go dogs. Appreciate that. No doubt. Hey, Borky, did you see the um, the mention earlier that we had on the text line? Somebody saying, I seriously can't believe you guys have still not put together a listener golf scramble. I've thought about it many, many, many times. It would be fun to do. That would be fun, especially if we could get more videos of Brian Haydad swinging the golf club. Adding to my workload is, I don't know if I can take another thing, though. I'm going to caddy for Borky when we do that. Sports Talk Mississippi, we will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Well, we do have some slowdowns. 55 southbound from Pascagoula Street down to the stack. Also heavy traffic westbound on 20 from 49 out to Gallatin. And seeing delays in, on Highway 468 near Manor Street. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. Halito, it's time for the 71st Choctaw Indian Fair, July 14th through the 17th. Live on the main stage, music's rising stars, Jimmy Allen, Zach Williams, and Brett Young. Experience Choctaw cultural arts, food, dancing, plus everyone's favorite carnival rides. Get your war paint on with the Res Run starting 7 a.m. Saturday, or test your strength with the Iron Warrior competition. And new this year is the inaugural Cornhole Tournament. Visit ChoctawIndianFair.com and like us on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Hatch a piece Join the Metro with Rebecca Turner live on Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. at the Mississippi Farmer's Market near the fairgrounds. You can shop at the genuine Mississippi store for products grown, raised, crafted, and made right here in our state. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. 
The staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club would like to wish you a very safe and happy 4th of July holiday. Have fun, but please drive safely this July 4th holiday. From the staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club in Brandon. Happy 4th of July. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Text line. If state wins tonight, are they going to let fans watch at Duty Noble? Have you heard anything on that front? Hey, Dad, Borky had such I a good, well thought idea last week. Not happening. I have not heard anything about it. John didn't call me, so. He's been have. in Omaha for a little while. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you knew this, but there's a thing called a cell phone. And you can hold it up to your face and talk to anybody around the world. Yeah. I just didn't know if he knew that he was supposed to call you. Uh, somebody at Mississippi State Athletics heard the idea. They just didn't want to make money, and that's fine. Money isn't everything. Not everything. Just pay the bills and stuff like that. But other than that. Yeah. Uh, all right, hey, Dad. What are you thinking tonight? I, mean, I last week I said on the show that I thought Vanderbilt was the favorite. I had no idea that you know the Dark Lord of the of the Pit would come through so so well for them and get them the extra game. But I still think Vanderbilt's going to win this this series. It, it starts tonight. I, I, Lighter. I mean, he's he pitched incredibly well. He was very unlucky to lose uh, against North Carolina. Against was that North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina State. Um, and I know Vanderbilt hasn't been hitting the ball well, but neither has Mississippi State. And with McLeod, I mean, which McLeod are you going to get? I don't know the answer to that. So I, I think Vandy will find a way to win tonight. I think State can get the game tomorrow, but then coming back with with Rocker, basically at full strength and Bednar not, I think Vanderbilt has the advantage there. Borky? 
Yeah, I tend to think tonight, just because of pitching advantage, goes to Vanderbilt. Now, counting out Mississippi State's a really stupid thing to do, and, and I'm going to so do it. Have you guys been I'm watching stupid. the College World Series? I have, and I've also seen Jack Leiter pitch, and, and pitch very, very well. Again, counting out Mississippi State's an impossibly dumb thing to do. I like the under. Seven and a half tonight is something that I, I would probably hit. But I think tonight, rested, lighter, advantage, Vanderbilt. Not necessarily the series pick, but tonight, that's kind of where I fall. You may be shocked. I think Mississippi State's about to win a national championship. If they win tonight, I like their chance. You know how many people are going to blame you if they lose this series now? Ah, he's no jinx. I mean, whatever. It's gonna be I talk about no-hitters while they're happening, whether I'm on the radio or on television or whatever, because be it's fine. just a thing. It's happening. We're watching it. We can talk about it. It's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah man. I, I mean, for, forgive me for using like an, an it factor or an it's time or whatever as, you know, I just think when you keep beating on the door for as long as this Bulldog baseball program has been beating on the door, back-to-back trips in 97, championship series in 2013, three straight trips in which in the time frame in which it's been played. Obviously, we didn't have a College World Series last year. And I'm really, really impressed with Chris Lamonis. Mississippi State may get beat. But I don't think they're going to beat themselves. And I think they're going to find a way to get it done. Big old home field advantage, 1,200 miles from home. We'll see. Now look, I may be completely wrong on this. But I think when it's all said and done, and I'm not sure if it's going to be... I lean in the direction of it's Wednesday night. I think it goes three games. And I think when it's all said and done, Mississippi State's going to... Dog pile in Omaha and carry a trophy home. How about that, hey dad? Don't say I'm a hater. Not today, anyway. Not today. You think I'm crazy for? I mean, you. No. Man, this this, <laughs> this team is just—it's so incredibly scrappy, and they've got the penchant for delivering in the big moment, and not really worried. I'll tell you what's been most impressive. Not most impressive, but one of the things that that has been impressive, I thought it was impressive against Texas, their ability to limit damage within innings. It's really easy to let a two-run inning or a three-run inning turn into a five- or six-run inning, and they haven't let that happen. It's like you get first and second on with nobody out, and they bunt them over, and then you limit them to one run. That, that's something that you can handle. You can survive that over the course of a game, and I feel like they've done a really good job with it. So we'll see how it all plays out. We'll see. Game one, supposed to be starting in 10 minutes, not starting in 10 minutes. Not sure when it's going to start, but it's not starting in 10 minutes. A I'm line of thunderstorms south of Omaha making its way north toward TD Ameritrade. Enjoy game one. Of the College World Series Finals, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Thanks to all of our guests joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Monday night.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.